and welcome in to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. We are sponsored by Holman Barnes Group, which includes West Asheville Leagues, best place to watch the game live and loud this Saturday evening when we take on the Penrith Panthers. Uh, we've got a special guest to preview that game on tonight. I'll get to the boys in just a second. Uh, if you're on, you're probably on a computer, if you're listening to this or on a smart device, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Westlife Pod if you use those socials. And support, take part in the show, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. Uh, Patreons, if you're hearing this, chuck your questions in the Discord channel and we'll get to those later in the show. And shouts to everyone tuning in on our YouTube channel. If you haven't been there before, please go look for it, Westlife uh, Pod on YouTube. Give us a subscribe, turn notifications on, like our stuff, help us with the algorithm. We really want to get the... Uh, subscriptions up on the channel and you also get a chance if you never watched us on youtube before only listen to us which is probably 75 percent of our uh listeners that's i guess but um yeah check out if you want to see our pretty faces go over to actually it's not selling it really is it um you can see pretty pictures that i put up on the slideshow so head over to the youtube channel give us a like and a subscribe uh, who do we go to first? We'll go to Mr. Bashara. How are you on this Wednesday evening and looking forward to another West Tigers match this weekend? Uh, g'day, boys. G'day, listeners. Yeah, I'm okay. Um, I had planned to go to Bathurst, but after the start of the year, I canned those plans pretty quickly. Um, but that said, Penrith might be resting some players, which... Could be a bit of a leveller, even though we've got a couple of guys missing. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. And Mr. Thompson, how are you this evening? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, Josh. G'day, Rob. G'day, Ryan. G'day, everyone who's watching or listening. Yeah, just having a nice, chill night tonight, uh, trying to not think too heavily about the game on um, Saturday. If I still lived in Orange, I was probably going to be going to this one. Um, well, plans for that were scuppered for me late last year, but I was aiming to go considering it was an away Down game closer to home than yeah, yeah, practically any other game I could ever go to. So, uh, well, I'll be watching here, here in the big smoke instead. That's kind of similar to me. I, I don't, can't remember. I've probably mentioned this on the show before, but I lived in Parramatta when we played at a homebush and then I moved to homebush and we moved to Parramatta. So that, um, but literally the year I moved to homebush, they moved to Parramatta the next year. But um, Ryan, our Panthers fan, this is your second time on the show, I think. Second or third? Correct. Second. Second. Welcome back. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm coming in from the my home area, the Central Coast. Uh, how did you become a... I've probably asked you this last episode, but how did you become a, a Panthers fan, being from the Central That's Coast? where my family's from originally, obviously. Oh, so okay. I'm <laughs> second generation Panthers fan. Yep, fair enough. I mean, my family all grew up in Rudy Hill, so and they all moved up the Central Coast, so it seems to be a pretty uh, common path to go from yeah out out west to up to Penrith by the sea. Some people call Goss, Gosford, <laughs> even though Gosford is technically not by the sea. But um, uh, big show tonight. Welcome in. Lots of comments coming through. So I was kind of trying to multitask and see what the people are saying. So thank you for tuning in on. We're back to a normal time tonight, Wednesday, 8.30, and we'll be back to Monday, 8.30, obviously. Anzac Day, um, uh, sorry, the night before Anzac Day, we 
were a little bit later. And then last week, obviously, our scheduling was a bit off. So we promise we will be back in a routine uh, creature of habit, as Rob likes to say. So, uh, yeah, thanks to everyone joining in to the news first. So uh, this was announced uh, on Sunday and we forgot to put it in on Monday. So we do apologize to our girls who uh, the, the team, the NRLW team is coming through very nicely. We obviously announced a few uh, of the signings, uh, basically pinching a few Parramatta players like Tess Staines and the likes. But here we've announced some of the junior girls as uh, that have completed the squad. I think the squad, they've got 17 on the roster, I think, now. So we still need a few more. Um, We need the squad's going to be 24 and then either three or four development players. So there's still a bit of a ways to go. Uh, but yeah, you pretty much summed that up. Um, all of these girls have been coming up through our pathways. Uh, some of them all the way since the Tasha Gale days, uh, back when that originally was created. Um, and then all of them have played along uh, or played alongside each other in our Harvey Norman women's team. All nine of them, I'll, get, I'll give their names in just a moment, but all nine of them were a part of our uh, premiership winning squad last year. So it's good to know that we've got the connections there amongst the girls um, and the fact that they've a lot of them have played with each other, um, played alongside each other going up through the ranks. So we've got, uh, let me just pull up their list of names. I had it a moment ago. Uh, the list is all the way at the top of the article, not at the bottom. I don't know how I went down there. Anyway. Emily Curtin, Sophie Curtin, Bianca Bennett, Rebecca Pollard, Imogen Gobrin, Hope Tavanga, Josie Lanaz, Ebony Pryor, and Jessica Kennedy. Beautiful. Yep. Uh, someone's asked in the comments, when's the NRL? <laughs> we, we really should. Have they announced when the start this year? <laughs> I don't think they've given us a start date yet. Okay. I, That's I, why I've we haven't looked it up. Times. Yeah. I've mentioned it a few times. We're yeah. probably going to be starting. Uh, mid to late June or early July, I believe, is when the season will be starting. It may start um, after Origin because there's the two Origin games this year, and I think they're both in June. Uh, pre-season for the girls who won't be in the Origin squad, though, um, starts late May, so late next month. You sparkle art on YouTube. So can we talk about the Curtin girls? Absolutely. I mean... Uh, it was Emily kicked the winning field goal in the grand final. Yes, it was Emily year. who kicked the um, the goals and the field goal. Yeah, Emily is an absolute superstar in the making. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, her sister Sophie, they're both incredibly talented. I've seen their dad on Twitter, um, spoken to him a few times. He should be absolutely incredibly proud of his two girls. Um, they've played alongside each other basically all the way through their junior days, even before they joined the... Um, the Tasha Gale squad. So they are two incredible talents. They're homegrown. Um, obviously, they've played for other NRLW teams in previous seasons, but that's because we didn't have a team. But I am absolutely stoked to that that we've signed them for our inaugural team. I remember uh, not long after we signed the first trio, um, I was like, yep, let's add the Curtin sisters to that, and we're looking sweet. Um, we've done that. We've added a lot more talent around them as well, including girls like Tess Staines and... Rakia Horn. So, yeah, the squad is looking absolutely brilliant. And like I mentioned before, they've all played together 
in some way, shape or form. Like Kezi Apps was a part of that squad last year too. She was a part of that team. Um, so when you when you come when you bring a new team into a comp, you're gonna have a lot of new combinations. We've basically bypassed a lot of that with a lot of the girls that have come to us. So uh there will still be there will take a bit of time for the, the team to gel as a whole, but the fact that we've got so many girls who've already played um alongside each other is looking pretty good for us moving forward. Yeah, I guess we could call them like the Johns brothers coming through. We've got the future Andrew Johns in the men's side, and now we've got the uh, the Johns brothers of the, the the women's coming coming through. I uh, just saw Blake on the comments. He's asked if we can wish his dad happy birthday for Saturday. So happy birthday to your dad, uh, Blake. He's hoping that we get a. He's turning fifty nine. He's hoping they uh, get a win for him by the time he turns sixty. Penrith Panthers take on the West Tigers head-to-head at Carrington Park in Bathurst this Saturday, 29 April. And the best place to watch it live and loud is at West Ashfield. You can grab a big, juicy burger while you show your support from the home of the West Tigers, West Ashfield. This NRL season, head down to any of the Holman Barnes Group venues, Croydon Sports, Markets Club, or West Ashfield to watch your favorite games on their large screens, live and loud. For more information, visit holmanbarnesgroup.com.au. Holman Barnes Group, bringing people together. Uh, right, some sad news. So Charlie Staines has come out this week, uh, or this week, today, that he has had an operation on his stomach. Uh, yeah, so does anyone have handy or really should have added this to this? I had it up before. What the exact injury is called? Does anyone know off the top of their head what perforated it is called? bowel. Thank you. Perforated bowel, which I'm not a doctor and I don't um, yeah, know too much of what that means, but it does not sound good. And the fact he's had an operation for us and he played played through it which is pretty um insane so i don't know how what time what part of the match he got it but he played apparently played played a lot of the game with it which is crazy so i wouldn't be surprised um, if he did it during his try like the landing it was a pretty good leap though he kind of flipped and landed on his back and rolled perfectly back to his feet so I don't. Yeah, I, I had to a come t- from contact. wrong or something. Yeah, had to. It had to come from impact, surely. So um, I don't know if NRL physios put anything out about it, but um, yeah, not not good. It's not even an injury. Like it's it's literally internal organ. So yeah, not good. Yeah, it was, it was considered a medical emergency as well. So it's good that he's mm. already been operated on and he's in a stable condition. So fingers crossed um, for a speedy recovery. Lucky that yeah, nothing happened. Basically. Yeah, worse than being out for eight to twelve weeks. So uh, it sucks. We can't take a trick the club at the moment. So literally, an injury that I've never ever heard of happening in rugby league before happens to us. So um, Ryan's a big fan of Charlie too, aren't you, Ryan? Yeah, I think he's got huge potential. I thought he was one of your best against Parramatta. Besides mm. one bad drop, he kept you in that game. So it was, yeah, it's a bit of a shame not to see him just get some game time under his belt. Yeah, no, he was starting like to look. I mean, he was all right at fullback, but on the wing, uh, which he played for the Panthers, obviously, yeah, he was, yeah, solid and kept Nofaluma out of first grade. So, um, yeah, it it sucks. So, fingers crossed we get to see because he's obviously not under contract for next year. So, hopefully, he gets back and 
with enough time to impress and maybe get another deal. Uh, the club, they unveiled their Indigenous jersey for this year. It came out today. For those who can't see, uh, I've got it up on the screen on the on the YouTube stream here. It's basically the black jersey, but with uh, yeah various, obviously, Indigenous artwork around it, as opposed to in previous years, it's kind of, they've kind of used a clean slate. This one, I don't know, this one hasn't grabbed me like ones. Maybe it's black, and I don't want to make this a black versus orange thing because I actually do love our black jerseys. But the orange one from last year, as that you you wear it to my, most games uh, we ha- that I've seen you this year, that, was, that one grabbed me a little bit more. But um, I don't know, what, what are your thoughts on this one? As, yeah, I think the orange stands out a bit more. It surprises me that they haven't gone with an orange one this time around as well, because we normally wear our orange jersey, um, the away jersey at Leichhardt, and this is and it's a home game at Leichhardt for us. Um, I wasn't too keen on it at first. Um, I thought they might have just tried to make it a bit more colourful than they normally do, because mm. we normally go with like a an orange and black with maybe a little bit of white here and there sort of style, but. I don't, now that I've had a bit more of a look at it and a bit more of a think about it, I don't actually mind it. I'm looking forward to an article where they give us a bit more of like a, a story or a background on it. Um, yeah, not not my favorite. I do like that they've incorporated the Torres Strait Islander flag um, symbol on there too, which is something you don't really see a lot of. So yeah, it, it's growing on me a little bit. Not my first choice Indigenous jersey, but not not bad overall. Uh, a couple of comments. You sparkle art against it. Really like this one, especially as an artist. Well, you're more of an expert than me, so maybe you should take take her her um, advice over mine. What about you, Rob? What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, first time I've seen it, to be honest, Josh. It looks okay. I mean, yeah, I can't really zoom in on it on my phone too well, but yeah. Yeah, I'll, it's maybe it's one people. of those things you see it in the flesh. It looks a bit better, yeah. 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 Don't, don't hate it. It just didn't grab me. Just in comparison to um, the one from last year, I really liked. So, uh, yeah. So what round are we wearing it? Did they announce? 12. What round 12? You're the numbers, man. Always got my back. He's on the ball. All right. On to this weekend's game. So we're playing the Penrith Panthers 7.30 on Saturday night. Team list for the West Tigers, Jareem Buller. He will get his second game in a row at fullback, uh, as you said on the weekend. Was it you that said, I hope he doesn't have a Zaxini second yeah, game? Was or was that, was that you? <laughs> put, I don't know why you put that. I just put it out into the podcast world. You can set it in um, in private to Gussie and I, but <laughs> I just broadcasted just it. completely out of the bus, Josh. But uh, no, I, I expect him... What was who was he against? Who was he playing against in his second game, Zaxini? Dragons was his first game. I think, I think we the, it might have been the Gold Coast. Yeah, well, it Possibly, was the Titans yeah. at Campbelltown. Yeah. Um, so if he does have a shocker, you know, what's your Instagram handle at Aaron Thompson ninety three? Uh, on the wing, David Nofaluma, as I said earlier, he's back because Charlie Staines is out. Junior Tupo on the other one, uh, Stafford Toa. Is in the centres again. Brent Naden returns. He's replacing uh, Asu Kepa Oa, who has tonsillitis apparently. So, yeah, just again, just more bad luck 
for the uh, the West Tigers squad. Brandon Wakeham and Luke Brooks is in the, in the number seven, which uh, I don't think any of us are surprising. Uh, Ryan, being a Panthers fan and having probably the best back line, I mean, you between probably you and South Sydney, the best back line for the past several years, this team probably doesn't scare you too much. I mean, yes, I'm not shaking in my boots, but I actually really impressed with uh, Buller. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he was really good yeah. last week. I was really happy with him. So, because um, I watch all the games, I'm yeah, I'm a Penrith fan, but I love the football in general as well. Um, so that's a spot where you're going to have to actually be on point. Um, Brent Naden is another one I'm a big fan of. When he was with us, I think he's he's a bit underrated. So, and David Nofaluma, I mean, he went from probably deserving an origin jersey a couple of years ago. And I mean, he's, you loaned him to the storm. So it's not like he's terrible either. You know, so, is Ryan's audio going up and down to anyone yeah. else? Yeah, yeah to yep. me as well. Yeah. Yeah, right. Your audio. Sorry, is guys. Is that better? Man, it, yeah, that's better. It was, it was going from quiet to, um, quite to loud. But yeah, you, you were oh, clear. Okay, no. It was just your volume was going up and down. Yeah, that's a bit unusual. That's better. That's clearer as te- now. Technical problems. <laughs> there you go. He's got it now. Cool. But, um, yeah, no, I, I think you've got some good individual players there. Um, it's more just playing as a unit that seems to be their issue more than anything. So from my side, I look at that and I go, okay, cool. That's something for us to take advantage of, I guess. Um, Rob, Brent, yeah, Ryan's just mentioned Brent Nade in there. It's a huge in for us. Definitely a huge in, and I dare say he'll be back on the left left centre this week uh, to mark Stephen Crichton, who's in white hot form. Uh, so yeah, he's got a he's got a big task coming back from a collarbone issue to handle handle him because he's a go to man at the moment, um, Mister Crichton. So yeah, perfect timing to get Naden back. Uh, Nofaluma back as surprising. I mean, obviously with. Charlie out, not they could have maybe debuted someone else, but uh, yeah, seeing Noffa back in first grade. Actually, I'll look up when was his last first grade game. But thoughts on thoughts on Noffa being back as yeah, with the amount of injuries we've got in the um, outside backs, plus the fact that we shipped off um, Ken Mamalo to the Gold Coast, I'm not overly surprised to see him back. I just wasn't expecting him to come back. I kind of thought maybe he was coming back once we heard that Charlie was out um, and we saw that he wasn't named in the reserve grade team yesterday. So, yeah, I'm not overly surprised. I hope he actually takes hold of this opportunity um, to play and rips in and has a good game to kind of shut a lot of people up. That would be good to see. Uh, That'll be a wait-and-see thing, I I suppose. Mm. Rounds one, two, and three. Not far played this year. Uh, any thoughts on Noffa, Rob? I'm really surprised that he's back, but as Aaron was just saying, I guess we're so depleted in the backs and, and you know, Kenny going to the Gold Coast. Uh, I thought perhaps, seeing as we look like we're going to persist with Talau, even though he signed with Manly, I thought possibly Talau would come in and Safatoa would get shifted to the wing. Uh, I, I really never thought Noffa would see first grade again. Um, mm. So I, I hope he makes the most of his opportunities. Definitely a a strong runner of the ball. Um, so, yeah, we, we need him to be at his best. But he's been out injured for a while, so it's his first game back in a few weeks. 
Uh, what winger? Rachel makes a good point on Facebook. Still worry about his defence and reading a play. What winger will he be opposing? I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, but I think it's Taruva or something. Taruva, Taruva. Rian Ryan can help us a bit more with that. <laughs> yeah, Tito Taruva. Um, so if that's that side, then what? That's the left side. So that he'll have Peachy and Taruva on that side. Peachy's coming for Tago, Tago, who's yeah, um, done his peck last week. So yeah, yeah, we'll get to your hold them with Peachy. <laughs> we'll get to your team list. Um, yeah, in a second, we'll yeah. pick pick apart your boys. Uh, four pack exactly the same. This four pack's been the same for what four or five weeks now. So Stefano, Ujoy Kamano, and David Clemmer front row. Appy out Hooker. Isaiah Pabali and John Bateman in the back row and Fanil Pole at lock. I mean, that's a good thing. The forwards, I mean, statistically, the forwards are dominating as, so I guess, why would you make a change? Oh, absolutely. We've got um, probably the best forward pack we've had in quite some time, um, and it's good that they're getting some consistent game time, uh, Some, and they're, like, they're not even, they're not swapping around positions like our backs seem to be doing so yeah it's good to see the consistency in the forwards hopefully they can rip in and give us a bit of a well it's it's a challenging forward pack to come up against for penrith um but fingers crossed they can rip in and uh lay the best possible platform for our halves and backs that they can uh ryan obviously api coral you know him pretty well but our four pack is something that's hasn't let us down this uh this season so um, how do you think that matches up with your boys looking at our pack? I think it matches up really well. I don't think your forwards will let you down at all this this year. Um, so if there is a point of concern for us, it'd be here. Um, Audio is just going in and out still. <clears throat> a bit yeah, behind. it could be my throat. My throat's a bit funny at the moment. Um, so I apologize for that. Um, I'm just saying, yeah, this has been your strong point this year. Um, if there's yeah. ever a something that we're going to worry about. This is where we have to be on point because if we miss a trick, you've got great props. Happy Coruscant, we all know how good he is. Like He came in and helped us win two premierships. So there's no skill gap there. I, I think this is that part of the field is pretty even. Uh, on our bench, Jake Sidkin, who played all of two minutes last week. He's back on the bench. Joel Fengawi, Alex Twell, and Tommy Talao. The other ones, Justin Matamua at 18th man. Uh on the extended bench, Alex Afarth, Sean Bloor for whatever reason, uh, Dane Laurie and Tristan, young Tristan Riley as well. Rob, my guy, Sean Bloor, what's he got to do to get back in the first grade? He played pretty well last week for the Magpies. Well, let, let's be fair. I mean, he, he did throw a couple of weird passes against Parramatta in his previous outing, even though, you know, I applaud him trying to, you know, promote the ball and, and do things better. But I, I just think we're not getting the best out of him. Uh, he'd been my 17 every week. So, uh, like I said, if, if Naden's not right, I could still see that late switch of Talau starting Toa to the wing and, and Sean coming onto the bench. But I just don't like having a utility and a, a back slash second rower on, on the bench. I just think that we're, we're really light up front, you know, on that bench there. We, we need more big boppers. Uh, as anything bench that stands out for you? Obviously the same no, one. No, not week. really. Yeah, Rob's pretty much covered it. I'm a little bit iffy as well on the fact that we've got Jake and Tommy there. 
Uh, Tommy played, I think it was 30-odd minutes last week. Um, we discussed on Monday, and Jake, yeah, with his, with his all-of-three-minute stint, I don't know why he's there when it would make a lot more sense to have a Matamua or a Seafarth or a Bloor um, in the team instead. Uh, before we get to the Panthers team list, just want to mention our friends at Mobile Corp, formerly known as MLC Phones. So shout-outs to Stephen from Mobile Corp, passionate West Tigers fan. They can assist with anything IT-related in the early days of their business. As I just said, they were known as MLC Phones, and they sponsored the Balmain Tigers in 94. They also spot sponsored in Mobile Corp form. They sponsored the West Tigers in 2007. There's a saying in IT, there are only two types of companies, those who have, who have been hacked and those who will be hacked. So business, what can business owners do to protect themselves from cyber attack? They can call Mobile Corp, who are passionate about helping people protect their business from cyber threats. For an affordable cyber security solution, go to mobilecorp.com.au. And shouts to our friend on the screen there, Shane Walker, who said he'd love to come back and answer more questions. So check out our episode with him if you missed it uh, from last Tuesday, three episodes ago. So great chat with our friend, Mr. Walker. Righto, Penrith Panthers, team list, so fullback Dylan Edwards, uh, wingers, how do you pronounce that name? Sunia Ryan? Taruva. That is Taruva. Okay, that was easier than I expected. <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, that bad. It's literally, as it says, uh, Brian To'o on the other one. Tyrone Peachy, our old friend, is in the centres. Stephen Crichton, the other centre. Um, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary, as everyone's familiar with, is in the halves front row. Uh, another old friend in Matthew Eisenhuth. He's with Moses Leota. Mitch Kenny at hooker. Second rowers are Scott Sorensen and Zach Hosking and Isaiah Yo. Uh, at the at lock position, and then on the bench, Sonny Luke, Lindsay Smith, Spencer Lenu, 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 and damn, I was on a roll too. And Jamin Sal Salmon. Does, does he say salmon or sal salmon? Salmon, salmon. like the fish. Salmon, same as the fish, same spelling. Um, boys, look, uh, Ryan, who's out from last week? Who who are you guys missing? Uh so Isaac. Kago, who's done his uh, peck last week, so he's out. Um, I, mean, I don't know if you count May. He's gone for the whole season, so, yeah, whatever. Um, okay. So, so two rivers in for him, obviously. Um, we're missing James Fisher-Harris, which is why... That's a big one. Mate, Matt Eisen, is in the front row. Uh, Liam Martin's not there again for this That's mysterious big one. injury that no one really knows what's happening with him. Mm. <laughs> so even... Ivan said the same thing. It's a bit of a mysterious one, that one. But he's just signed a new deal, so they can't be that worried about it. Um, and then, yeah, on the bench, Lindsay Smith. That shifts Scott Sorensen into the second row. Lindsay Smith from our reserve grade. Played a couple of games now, but he only does a few minutes there on the bench. So, yeah, the four is mostly shifting around a bit. Fishing. I've out. Heard a little bit of a rumor today floating around the Panthers might even rest a few more players, such as their confidence. Rob, I think it was with you when they did that once before and we played them at Combank Stadium. Was it last year or the year before? When they still played that one. They've actually done it two years in a row. No, the one we lost. The year before was Origin Week. 
Yeah, was and it? then last year as well, they were missing a number of players, and we and we just lost that game as well. Yeah, you and I were at Combat Stadium, just Correct. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, what pretty much every game for the West Tigers the last three years, but man, that was a frustrating game, frustrating game for that one. It was. But, um, I mean, there's, there's Rob. There's a few, a few players out that Brian just mentioned. I mean. Can we make this a contest? Oh, look, we definitely make it a contest. Um, the thing with Penrith is no matter who comes in, they all play their role. They all know what they're doing, especially in the forward pack. Um, their back line, even with Peachy there, they've still got more you know, more imagination and variety in that back line than we have. So I, I think the strength is their back line and especially you know, their state of origin half combination. So that's... That's where the difference is. We're kind of playing like we've got two five eights and everything's around Appy. Um, Penrith are just a more balanced team. I mean, obviously, it's a great advantage to have Fisher Harris and you know Martin out, and obviously they don't have kick out from last year and May and you know uh, what's his name Tago. So they've got plenty of guys out. But I mean, I love our forward pack. I I, I don't mm. fear any. I don't fear any forward pack at all. But the the interesting thing for me this week is going to be the first 25, 30 minutes because. No matter who Penrith play, they kind of blow teams out of the water in that first 30 minutes, and they've normally got the game under control by then. Yet our forward pack have been doing really well this year in, in the first half, even though we're conceding the first couple of tries every game. So it's just going to be a really good battle up front. But, yeah, there's a couple of names we're definitely familiar with in that team in Peachy and Eisenhuth and, you know, Garner on the, on the extended reserve. So it'll be interesting, but... I, I think they're beatable guys, and especially if they decide to rest, I don't know, Cleary or Luai or Edwards. I mean, if they want to Crichton, I mean, if they rest a few more players, then I, mm. I actually think we can win this. But the problem is we, we don't have a dominant halfback, and, and they do. Like, Nathan Cleary just controls that whole game, whether it's mm. a passing, kicking, everything, where for us, we, as I said, we kind of play with two five-eights, and I'd love to see Brandon Wakeham just run the show. I, I don't care what number he's got on his back, just... I want him in there at first receiver and just running things. But, yeah, look, it'll be interesting, but I don't know. I, I was laughing at you for tipping the Tigers last week, but I kind of feel mm -hmm. like we can beat them. I mean, they've still got enough talent there to destroy us, but I actually think we can beat them this week. Ooh. Put your, put your money, money where your mouth is. <laughs> I, I won't do that. I won't do that. <laughs> but, yeah, I actually think they, they look beatable. I mean, there's a lot of players missing. But, again, I look at that back line, and if you take out Peachy, it's a pretty gun back line. So there's still enough there. But if yeah. we hold them in if we hold him in the forwards, you know, it'll it'll be a close game and then it'll probably be Nathan Cleary's kicking game that'll be the difference, really. Mm. Uh as Bathurst as a ground, have have you been there before, being a an almost former local? What's it, half an hour away from Orange? Yeah, it's about a 45-minute, 40 to 45-minute drive, depending drive on traffic. I drive faster, so, so half yeah. <laughs> not, not all that far. I haven't actually been to the ground for NRL. Um, I was there for something else in my early 20s. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it is a nice place. Um, they have a nice little setup down there and can pack a fair few fans in. Um, Good luck to anyone going because parking there is will be an absolute nightmare for everyone because it's basically on Bathurst's main street, and yeah, there's not there's not a lot of not not a lot going for parking anywhere in that general vicinity. Um, 
where is it in regards to Mount Panorama? Because that's the only reason I have ever gone to Bathurst is to watch motor racing. So, you know, when you're uh, going up the, like you're coming in from Lithgow, you're going up the main street and you cross the yep. bridge and you go past the showground. You've got yep, some showgrounds, showgrounds on your yep. right. Yeah. Yeah. So as you're yep. going up on your left, you've got a couple of cricket fields and then the info center just behind the info center is literally the, the field, the stadium. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, okay. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, just Good a quick tip. question for Ryan. Uh, with all those guys in the reserves, who do you see likely or potentially dropping out from your from your starting thirteen, if any, if anything? Because it doesn't look like you have a spare half in there. So who who would who would be coming in for who? If anyone comes in, all the talk is Tom Jenkins. He's basically next in line. Um, he's a winger center. So that so that's basically yeah. So you're looking at. Uh, there's talk of possibly going on to Taruva's wing um, for some niggles there. Um, Cleary did have like a groin thing happening last week. You would have noticed he didn't kick or anything. Um, but like you said, there isn't a half there. So if he did drop out, it would be Semin and um, Luai in the halves, for example, which I don't think they'll do. Yeah. A groin <laughs> thing. I'm surprised it wasn't a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> there's still time. There's still time. Uh, lower grades, New South Wales Cup. So uh, you will get two games for your entry fee on Saturday. You, uh, Magpies are playing the Panthers at 5.05 p.m. Uh, a few names in there. Brewers back at hooker. He didn't play last week, I don't believe. Uh, I was watching the game. I don't remember him playing. Um, Matt Moore's at lock. Uh, Nofaluma's named as well. And for some reason... There, isn't he? Yeah, he's going to play... He's, Playing two, I mean, they used to do that, didn't they, Rob? They you play, you could back up after playing lower grades. As Shane said, you could play three grades back in the day, but you had to have completed at least half a game in each grade to be eligible to be reserved for the next one. But you had to play a minimum of half a game. Yeah. Jeez, that'd be a long day. Yeah. yeah you could, I don't think you could go on for ten minutes in in third grade and then come on in second grade. I'm pretty sure of that. But we can ask Shane next time. I'm sure he mentioned it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Fainu, our friend um, from last week, who obviously had that incident with uh, Wakem. He's on the bench. There any other names to look out for in New South Wales Cup this week? Possibly moving their way up. I know you're pretty keen on Will Smith. Uh, actually, we we'll ask Ryan about Will Smith. Obviously, a former Panther. What are your thoughts on Will Smith? That's going back a little ways now. Um... I don't know. I, th- I think he's. Oh, he was, one of those guys was he who last? Had... Parramatta was it? Was it Parramatta? He was last. Yeah, he went yeah. from us yeah, to Parramatta. Like he's Gold been around Coast. a bit. But yeah, he's your typical fringe first grader. He'll do a job. Probably not let you down too hard, but I wouldn't expect huge things from him either. At the same time, uh, Jersey Flag. Uh, apparently, young talent. I didn't say the Jersey Flag last week. They're playing at Windsor. Sports complex at 3 p.m. Windsor, obviously, not in Bathurst. Windsor's what closer to Richmond, sort of way, like northwest Sydney. Uh, and young Talon the Silva, apparently, he had a blinder in his debut in Fleck last week. That's the name we're trying to think of. Della Knight, he's back playing 
in the nine position too. So 18 years old, playing a few years up. So keeping an eye out for him. Good luck to the flag boys. Righto, Rob Shadamas, time to make us some money. And you, what have you got for us this week? Well, I kept it simple because there really wasn't enough time to study all the players of the teams with the team list being named today. But I, I think there's a few games that could go to Golden Point. And the one that strikes me as the most likely would be Canberra and the Dolphins. I, I think Canberra generally defend pretty well. I mean, I know they had you know one poor game defending a few weeks ago at, at home, but the Dolphins normally don't have many points in them uh, if you discard that big comeback against the Titans. So I feel like it could be a low-scoring, well, when I say low-scoring, maybe like an 18-all sort of golden point thing. So And that'll be pretty juicy odds. It'll be double digits at least. So... Uh, yeah, for, didn't really have time to get the try scorers ready, but I, I'd go that. I think that's a, a pretty going to be a pretty low scoring tight game. They Are came pretty betting? close to going to Golden Point um, in their earlier in their game earlier this season. I think it was only a late um, hammer try that got the got the Dolphins the win in that one. It was that was a really wet night at uh, the mm. Dolphins' uh, home ground at Redcliffe. Yeah, Canberra was actually leading, and um, I think they suffered a sin bin. I think there were two Simbins. I think the Dolphins might have scored when they had 12 men, actually. Uh, Sean Sullivan came off. Uh, but, yeah. It that was, sounds uh, about right, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a tight game, and yeah, the hammer went over. Uh, yeah, pretty much untouched, actually, which was quite surprising given the state of the game and only a few minutes left. Uh, on to our tips for the week. So my tips last week, uh, obviously didn't mention on Monday because there were two games to happen, but... I got seven after getting eight out of eight last week, and on the show last where uh, Wednesday Thursday what night did we Thursday your show Thursday night Rob you begged me don't tip the Tigers don't tip the Tigers I did, I did. they were, they were my only wrong tip I would have had eight in a row uh, two eights in a row and the boys if Luke Brooks holds that fucking ball I would have had two eights in a row and on yeah I'm on 48. So uh, I was literally before the Tigers played, I was in the top 30. So there's like 400 odd thousand people in the tipping comp. I was in the top 30 like people and then <laughs> stupidly tipped the Tigers. I'm gonna, I think I'll check it now. I think I'm like 98th or something now, but it would have been huge because no one would have tipped the Tigers. It was worth, I don't know. It's just, I was running the risk. I'm 79th now out of 422,417. So, I think you went into the round in 49th as well. So you were top 50 going into the yeah. round. What's, what's yeah. scary, Gosh, is everyone probably would have tipped Manly. So had the Tigers actually won. That's why I said I would have jumped. Yeah. I would have jumped. You, you well might have been in the top 10. Because I'm only... 10. So the leader of the entire app is on 51. I'm on 48. So it's a two-point swing. So I would have been That's one. Probably, yeah. probably would have been behind. one for the lead. Oh, so. well, what can you do? Uh, not tip the Tigers. So, uh, well, I, had this... seven out, I had seven out of eight and lost on a 26 0 comeback. Yeah, so, the, the Dolphins yeah, the, saved the Dolphins one of them. Fucked up a perfect round for me. Uh, right, our tips for this week. So, yeah, I'm on 48. Rob, you're on 37 as you're on 34. Just to update that, um, reiterate that because I'm well out in front. Uh, Sharkies, we've all gone Sharkies over the draw in front of me. Who Sharkies Cowboys. playing? Cowboys. Uh, yeah, they're pretty heavy favourites at home. Uh, Ryan, who you got in this this game? 
Uh, yeah, I can't really go past the Sharks. They sharks are home. In them. Yeah, Sharks are home at all. Almost, see, they're pretty good at home. I, mean, so. I can't tip against Nico Hines. I mean, look at that man. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a good Central Coast boy too. So, I think it'll be closer than everyone thinks. That they're they're playing for the the inaugural Paul Green Cup. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. So, so that'll be quite an emotional night. Um, I think Jeremiah and I might be in a little bit of doubt as well. But yeah, I think it'll be a pretty tight game. But hope, yeah, you'd, you'd say Cronulla should get the chocolates. Uh, we've all said Parramatta over Newcastle. Ryan, would you say? Yeah, I think that's a pretty confident one. That one. Anyone got any any reason why Para wouldn't win this? They're again home at home, pretty hard to beat Newcastle. Yeah, I I, I do. I've I've tipped them, but again, Parramatta are a, a better version of us. They don't seem to have points in them this year. And Newcastle played really well two weeks in, in a row against the Cowboys and uh, previously against Penrith. Uh, they took them to Golden Point. So, um, you know, Parramatta had to travel to Darwin as well. So, you know, I don't think it's straightforward. There's quite a few games that are difficult this week, but you just think, that, you know, the class of Moses and uh, Dylan, uh, what, what do you call it? Dylan Brown would get them through that game. Uh, we've all tipped uh, NBA four. Our friend NBA four K. He's asked. Is that on sports bet in terms of the tipping comp? Uh, no, it's, we no, use the ESPN, ESPN app. ESPN. So uh, we've got a little Patreon comp going on in there. Set up uh, as set it up. And how far is my lead? Good, good reminder. Let's see. I actually didn't mention. Uh, I think I'm nine ahead of eight. I know wheels. Will's eight. Will Sinclair's only eight behind me now. So he's uh, currently eight. He's only says. eight. Uh, we've all tipped South to beat the Broncos. I had the. I actually had the Broncos, and then uh, not knowing that they had a few people out, so switched the bunnies. But Bronco tipping against the Broncos at Suncorp didn't feel right to me, but. It won't, be, it won't be easy, but Payne Haas is a big out. Mm. <laughs> as soon as I heard that. Yeah, and Ezra Mann's out, Corey Oates is out, so they, they've got a few missing there, but they've got enough talent to still hurt South. But I think when South get their – when South are level in the forward battle, they tend to win, and I think that's South's weakness. They, their forward pack, when they're missing a couple of guys, they, they just look a little bit light. So I think they've got players coming back and – and Brisbane are missing half, so I think that definitely tips it in South's favour. Uh, now, as you've gone the Dolphins in Canberra and Rob and I, this is the, literally the only tip. We all tip the same, but as you've gone Dolphins over the Raiders, I mean, Raiders at home. I, I mean, man, I wouldn't put it past the Finns to get up, but yeah, Canberra at home, I don't know. They do suck this year, but... I don't know. I actually don't know this one. This one's tough. Yeah. Well, I've, I've yeah. tipped golden points, so that shows you how confident I am. Yeah. Like, it's a toss, <laughs> toss of the coin. Absolute toss of the coin. And with Jack White and signing with South, you don't know how that's mm. going to affect whether that's going I to be that bad, bad for morale or, or they're going to come out fired up. But, yeah, bad, I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if the Dolphins won. Got to yeah, people, people shouldn't take my word for it because I'm having an awful year with the tipping this year. But I just think there's a bit more to like, like about the Dolphins. They've shown me a bit more in recent weeks and early weeks than the Raiders have. The Raiders are struggling down the bottom end of the ladder with us, and 
The Dolphins, I think, are still hovering around the edge of the top eight. Uh, I think they might be sitting in eighth currently. Um, yeah, I, I think they've um, they've got what it takes to to pull this one out. Ryan, any thoughts on this game? Uh, yeah, I, I would go Dolphins with Aaron okay. on that one. Um, we all know the inconsistent football Canberra have played, and now they've just had mm. all the Jack White and stuff in the last 24 hours blow up in their face. So I think that's there's going to be a mental edge for the Dolphins there coming off that big win. Yes, if there's a team in the comp that I'd like to play at the moment, I think Canberra might be... I don't know. If you guys, if you boys could play any team in the comp this weekend, who would you choose? St. George. Still the Dragons? They looked all right against the Chooks yesterday. Yeah, but they played on Tuesday. (laughs) 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 What day is it? They did play very well, but I I just I just think those Anzac Day games can be so emotionally draining. They get up from yeah, like sure. the final that the next week they can just be a little bit down, a little bit flat. I don't yeah, know. The okay. Wars might be a not the Wars might not be a bad shout for a team to play this week, considering the carnage that they experienced down in Melbourne. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they the, yeah the the New Zealand uh, Warriors. Ah, uh, Wars. Never heard that before. Yeah, they, they've everyone's, got a few. Everyone's fans. calling them the Wars on Twitter. I'm joining in. The Wars. <laughs> I, I thought Waratahs when you said that. For some reason, I haven't watched rugby union since Stephen Larkham was playing. But uh, next game, we've all tipped Manly over the Gold Coast. Manly Brookie, uh, yeah. I mean, they weren't overly convincing against us, but you think they'll this, get it done? This might be one that I'll be changing tips on. I, I really don't know what to do with this game. With Manly, Manly missing a few players, Gold Coast. They've got the talent, but they're just mentally piss weak. So I just went manly because they're tougher. Uh, anyone oppose that? No, I just went home field advantage for this one. I think Brookie yeah. adds a adds an extra element of advantage for them. Garrick, Garrick switched to the centers. They've dropped Schuster. They put Cooper Johns in at 5'8". Uh, Turbo's still 50-50. Uh, I don't know. I just If Turbo's out, I'd, I'll be changing my tip. Yeah, true. If Turbo, yeah, I will consider that too. Yeah. Uh, Vaughn tip the Penny Panthers to beat our beloved West Tigers. Uh, Ryan, are we, are we bad fans for tipping against our team? I wouldn't say bad fans. At some point, they owe you. <laughs> show they, they need to show you a reason to give them the faith, right? Like we've all, yeah, been well, I did last point. week. Exactly. I think, like, I think so they showed enough last week to give us faith, but we're playing the premiers coming off a, yeah. a loss, a, a loss where they were up by two scores with less than five minutes left. I don't think they're going to take it easy on us. Yeah. Look, if we're playing the Bulldogs, the Dragons, Warriors, I'm just looking at the teams, even the Gold Coast, Raiders, uh, Knights. I'd probably tip us against those teams this week. If we're at home, I'd probably. Go ask me, but yeah, against Penrith, it sucks. Just these close losses because we've hit. Then we hit the premiers. It's like, yeah, tough. But if you're going to play us, it's a good week to play us. Definitely, yeah. Uh, We've all gone Chooks over the Warriors, but now you just said, uh, Rob, that they played on Tuesday. So that's a what five day turnaround? Yeah, state of the Warriors. Oh, yeah, the, Warriors, the Warriors played after them, and, uh, and they're missing what Tohu Harris. They're missing Nickel Clockstad. I think Dylan Walker's copped a suspension, 
So they've they've got a few outs. So I mean, I'm okay. sure they'll put on a brave performance, but the Roosters, I don't think they're going to be missing anyone except perhaps Tupu. Um, so yeah, I think the Roosters are just a lot healthier and they they should be able to do a job on them. I just saw Shane Shane Coates answer for who he'd play against. He play against the Crushers. <laughs> <laughs> she asked yeah. Mario Fennett. Yeah, or the bye, eh? Uh, the bye wasn't fun. I actually didn't enjoy the bye weekend. Uh, Dragons, we've all tipped Dragons over the Bulldogs. The, yeah, the Bulldogs are struggling a bit. Again, if we had a play, we played them, what, round three? If we played them now, I reckon we'd get them. But yeah, they're, they're the walking life. wounded at the moment. They're, um, they've been absolutely decimated. But the good, the good thing for them and their fans is they're still showing heart and putting in a lot of effort. Um, despite so the circumstances so they're in. West no, one, big, could... one big advantage Canterbury will have, Josh, is they've had three days rest on St. George. So I've, yeah. tipped some, I've tipped St. George. They're playing much better. Canterbury are missing players, but that'll be a lot closer than everyone thinks. Uh, any Anything to add there, Ryan? I, know, I think you pretty much covered it. The Bulldogs' outs just make that too difficult for them, I think. And the Dragons do have some good football in them. Um, I'd go straight the other way if they had their players, but it is what it is. Uh, just a reminder, if you'd like to advertise your company in on our show, give us an email at podcast at westlife.com. Um, yeah, give, give, us, give us a buzz. And on to the Patreon questions, patreon.com forward slash westlife. We want to join the guys uh, in our Discord. I realized the other day that, some people might not know what a Discord is. So basically, it's an app where you set up. Uh, Robert, I think you'd use Discord until Never. we set one up. So, um, look, I wouldn't say you're bad at technology, but you're not an IT professional. And you, you can say I'm a dinosaur, mate. That's fine. I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't say you. I can I use it. I can use it, but I'm not. Once I learn how to use it, I'm fine. It's just getting me to understand it all. At the beginning, that's a bit, you know, can be a bit tricky. But yeah, I'll I get think there. your age, you're like, you're basically a Gen Xer. Like you're, you're you, you, you say when we give you a little bit of stick that you're old, but when you're in your fifty, I think if you're in your fifties in twenty twenty three, the computer's been around for what? Everyone had a computer by year two thousand, so you would have had a computer in your thirty. I think if yeah, it's basically now this. But I I'm think not, people that say, oh, I'm old and I don't use a computer. I think unless you like, if you're not in your, if you're in your 70s, like maybe, but if you're in your 50s and don't know how to send an email or log on to the internet, I think that's, you're using the age as an excuse. You're not that old anymore. Computers and tech, the internet's been around for two decades. Uh, yeah. That's what a dinosaur would be. You're, you're, you're still young, Rob. I wouldn't. Thanks, you Josh. Now no one's going to help me anymore, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, only question we have is Jay Danger Ross. He said, Should we try Sean's older brother, Dean Bloor? He can play in the halves and at nine. I think he's playing shoot shield rugby union at the moment. Obviously, a Panthers junior, so not a bad question. Ryan, did you ever see much of Sean Bloor's brother, Dean, being a Panthers junior? Yeah, he actually had a reasonable kicking game, like goal kicking and whatnot. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, like um, 
so yeah, I don't think he'd let you down. Um, it's just a matter of whether the coaches would have some faith in him to do the job. But no, he he played quite a while in our juniors. So, boys, any thought? Anyone got any thoughts on? I've never seen him play, Josh. So I, I really never can't have comment. I, so. But but I, I don't think it matters who that person is if they're not going to be, you know, let control the team like you've got to be allowed to control the team and and run it like a you know both sides of the ruck and and we don't have that at the moment i don't i don't see the you know wakeham or brooks coming over to the other side of the field too much like brooks did do it last week for charlie stains's try but predominantly he stays on the left side and wakeham stays on the right i I just like to see wakeham run the show and and just have brooksy follow him and back up but i don't know what it's going to take to see that guys maybe another six weeks of experimenting and Hopefully, Jakey Simpkin will rack up another 80 minutes cumulatively by the end of the season. I didn't realise this, that um, Sean Ball played for the Junior Kangaroos and Dean played for the Junior Kiwis. They played against each other. And their brothers? Yeah, so well, they're half. Um, their mum is Samo and their dad's Aussie. So, okay. yeah, their dad's actually a dicky-die Aussie. Um, yeah, so I guess... They've gone, but this this I'm pretty sure they're Samoan, so I'm not sure why he would have played for New Zealand. There must be some New Zealand link somewhere, but yeah, it's very odd for brothers to play in opposing yeah definitely countries. But um, yeah, anything else to add before we uh, say good night to Big Dog? Thanks to everyone joining us in the stream tonight. Anything else that we've not covered? Thanks for coming on tonight, Ryan. No, thanks for having me, and all the best for the weekend. No, not at all, guys. I think we've covered most of it. I just hope the boys can somehow find that motivation again to get up and, uh, yeah, give give Penrith a run for their money. As any parting words? No, that pretty much sums it up. Um, yeah, fingers crossed they can put in a good performance for us. And I don't know, a win a win would be nice. Any advice for how I'm driving to Bathurst? What's uh, any any shortcuts? I mean, you can only really go. Over the mountains, <laughs> yeah, head, west, uh, head yeah. west. Yeah, the only um, well, I got, yeah, I don't think I can actually suggest a single so- a shortcut for you. <laughs> they're all just they're all just long cuts. Apparently, they've got to build that tunnel under the mountain, but apparently, I think they've abolished that, haven't they? I don't know. There's still signs up for it through parts of the mountains. But um, while I'm while I'm thinking about it, stop into the lolly bug and give them some patronage. Now they've reopened. Oh, that's at uh, Hartley. Yeah, Hartley. Hartley, yeah. My my wife, uh, they had a holiday, this little horse and motocross park there, my my uh, missus. And I, well, I've been there a couple of times with them. Um, yeah, little, little Hartley, I do know, that little lolly shop. Yeah, it's just literally as you come down the mountain, it's basically, mm-hmm. what, a kilometre past it yeah so, um, it was absolutely devastating when they got um when they burnt down last year so it's good to see yeah. them open and sh- we should give them our patronage beautiful promo there <laughs> right everyone thank you and enjoy your weekends drive safe if you're heading out to bathurst watch out for the black ice if you're heading out if it's uh too cold is there black ice? i only ever drive to bathurst in early october so that's uh all i know about that drive, yeah, you're, so. you're unlikely to have to deal with ice until July on the way out okay. to Bathurst. Lucky we've got a local or former local on. Righto, boys.
as always, Ryan, you don't have to partake in uh, this little line part of the show, but everyone knows we always say, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter and facebook.com forward slash westlifepod. You can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash westlife and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Mm-hmm.